All right. Welcome back, everybody, to episode six of D Cures Al Buffet. Hopefully, we can do this in one take this time. We'll we'll find <laughs> out what happens. Um, bro, woof. I I gotta tell you, man, I think. I don't know. I feel like I say this every time, but I think Enemy. So Enemy <laughs> is the album that introduced me to D Cure. So this yeah. is the way that this is this is the love that I have for you. This is where it all came because I was like, wow. So I just want to start off with that, like, like. So my my first interpretation of the album when I first heard it two, I'd say almost a, over a year ago now, mm-hmm. was just it, it was. It was something that I needed to hear, and in, in the season of life that I was in, it was something that spoke to me because of the way that you just talk about the enemy. And and in the album, the enemy is not only the devil; it's also you. You talk about your you 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 talk about how you're chasing the curse, and you find out that the curse is you. And you know, so yeah. you're talking about the enemy in multiple different ways, kind of like this multiverse, if you if you if you will, um, of really talking about the enemy. But the way that you just bring the enemy across, it really makes you start looking at your life and your own situations, and it makes you realize that the enemy is there to devour. The enemy is there to come into our lives in the in the quickest, most you know quit smallest places right and you talk about it in the album you know Mm -hmm. how you know from childhood the enemy's always been there and and stuff like that and i was just it was a very easy way for me like i remember first hearing the album just being able to listen to it and say wow if this guy can make an album like this and talk about his own life experience and really be this vulnerable like this has got to be an awesome dude, and, and then I was able to finally meet you, and now here we are, a year and a half. And later, then you were like... disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but dude, so so the album itself, what made you? I did write down a whole bunch of lyrics. That's why I have my iPad with me. Um, cool. But there was a lot of different things that hit me um, throughout the past week of listening to it. But what? So what made you decide that enemy was going to be the letter E? Um, and what made you decide to go this route with this album? Because in this album, you get very um, into your spiritual talk. Like there's a lot of yeah. things that come up about Christ and Christianity and your walk personally. So so what was it that made you decide to do that? So I think that was one of the biggest things, you know, that I had to face in my life was the enemy um, in many forms and fashions. Um, but just knowing the fact that it's something anyone can relate to whether it be, you know, addiction um, of many kinds of addiction, you know, drugs, alcohol, pornography, um, whatever it may be. Um, we're all going to face that. We're all going to face temptation and sin. Um, and so that, you know, kind of just told me and knowing from my own personal journey um, with alcohol, um, you know, this was going to be a big album and, and something that I needed to kind of conquer in my own way and to let other people know that the enemy can be conquered in their lives as well. So, Mm. um, yeah, man, enemy, we both know that's like a huge album. Um, a lot of darkness, a lot of, you know, my own personal faults, cheating and, uh, adultery. I mean, all the terrible things that you're not supposed to do that I have done. Mm. Um, but knowing that God's redeeming grace is very real yeah. and 
Yeah. Well, and that's and that's what I love about that album is is that you're so honest about it. But what's what's great about it is that like you talk about his redeeming grace throughout the album, right? So in um in one of the so here's here's one of the things that I wrote down because it hit me so hard. And the biggest thing, the problem when I write these things down is like I'm like I'm like okay, he said it so fast that I get this right. <laughs> so in one of them, you say there's a demon in my head saying you should be dead. Won't leave. No, they leave leave rent free and they live rent. Ah, there's a demon in my head that's saying you should be dead. Won't leave. No, they live rent free in my head. Got an evil dog tied to a tree in my head. I keep telling myself maybe you should go to bed, but the voices talk about me, so I listen instead. Maybe I mm. should be free. Maybe I should be. I'm free once again. So you talk about like the freedom that you have in God and in grace. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Like how, how you talk about the enemy, but then you also remind yourself like, dude, look at where I'm at in life. Look at what God's freed me from. Look at the debts that, cause you've also in the album talk about how he's paid the debts on the cross. So can you kind of share that with us? Like where you're going with that in, in the album? Yeah. So that was uh, the quote was from HQ that you were quoting. Um, and I talk about, you know, how that temptation is always there. You know, there's that, um, there's an evil dog tied to a tree in my head, whatever it is, you know, there's, there are evil thoughts. There are things that, you know, we lead ourselves to believe that aren't true. Um, but knowing at the end of the day that God can do miraculous things for you. Um, I, was an alcoholic for about 13 years. And I never thought, I never thought I would go more than a year without a drink. I made it a year once and I thought that was the longest I would ever go uh, for the rest of my life. Um, probably a short life. I probably wouldn't still be here um, without him. But I mean, there are, you know, so many things, so many temptations. The world is full of ways to, to kill you faster. Um, if you want to find it, you you can find it. Um, but at the end of the day, the only thing worth finding on earth is is God. And that's all I know to believe after all these years of trying to do it on my own and um, follow what I thought and believe my own thoughts. Because, I mean, that's something that I go back to to talking about as we, you know, have these conversations is that, um you know, you can have all these thoughts in your mind, but they're not mm. facts. And those yeah. things can really mess you up. <laughs> yeah. You got to question yourself. Yeah, man. And it's so true. And that's why, again, like that's why it's so easy listening to music, because a lot of people don't realize that when they have these terrible thoughts of themselves or like, especially like when you're doing really good, like you're, mm -hmm. whether it's a diet or whether it's, you know, sobriety or whatever it is, like you're doing so good and, and, and you're, you know, you're in the word and you're doing great things and, and God, and you're, you know, you have the, your, your relationship with God is going great and all these things are doing great. And then all of a sudden the devil's in your head. He's just like, bro, you're just a piece of crap. Like you, you don't have to do that. Like, why are you going to church? Why are you doing this? Always. You, you just go yeah. back to this. So like being able to listen to your music and it reminds me of that. And it's like, you know what? I'm not the only one. And, you know, and that's the biggest thing is a lot of people, especially people who, who haven't got, found God's grace yet. The people who haven't, you know, they don't have the relationship that we have with Christ. When you're, when you're lost in sin, you're, you don't understand that 
well, well, number one, a lot of times you just don't even understand that it's bad. You're just like, oh yeah, this is life. Like it's it yeah. is what it is. Like it's cool that I do this. It's okay that I do this. You know, and yep. you know, like being especially like being in the military, surrounded by Marines, myself, or you know, the Air Force, whatever branch. Like you're, you know, and I'll be honest, this happened just this past weekend. Um, there was Marines talking about pornography, and and they were talking about like like literally like vividly like what they watch, how they watch it, when they watch it. And I, and they were like, oh, everybody does it. And I was just like, nah, man. And they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, bro, it's been two years since I've watched pornography. And then immediately, like, 10 people were like, wait, what? They were like, bro, yeah. there's no way, bro, every man. And I'm just like, well, I did I used to? Yeah. But, I, but you know, and sure. then I was able to, you know, share my testimony and why I stopped doing it and stuff like that. But you know, but what what I love about what you do is that you're able to, because of conversations that we're having and because of your music, people then feel compelled about it. And then they're like, wait a minute, why shouldn't I be doing this? And then they're like, oh, wait, is it is it a problem? Is it something that I should yeah. be looking at as an issue? Um, and and then also like. I mean, that also, example in itself is yeah. just telling you, you know, how culture really shapes yeah. us and informs our opinions and we slowly let in mm-hmm. you know things that are like oh that's okay i can let yeah. that in yeah yeah cool. and and it's like and, and then it becomes just like a norm you know yep. like oh yeah but i've been doing this you know i've been you know in, in the album you talk about that in preview right in the very beginning you speak about that you talk about how how the and then we kept in crept in and then because that's the reality of it too is that like once you have this vivid you know, whether it's a screen or a phone or a tablet, or whatever it is, like when that that's now ingrained in that your head. picture. Yeah. So now it's there forever and it doesn't go away. And now you got to keep it from, you know, reentering your mind. And, you know, and then again, in society, it's a norm. It's it's OK that you do that. You know, there's people, yep. you know, that have whole hard drives full of it or, you know, it's on their Snapchat or it's on here. It's on there, mm-hmm. you know. And, and one of the things I recently was talking to um one of the lead pastors about was just we were talking about like sin and he was like you know a lot of times i have people that tell me they fell into sin they're like oh yeah i fell into it and he's just like bro he was like in order for you he's like i understand that pornography is readily available in today's society but he was like in order for you to have gone and looked at pornography you could not have just fallen into it he's like you You, went on your eyes were open like your (laughs) eyes were open you texted something you searched something somewhere like you went seeking that like, it's yeah. not like you just turn the TV on and there it was, you know, and, and that's the thing about it. Right. Is that, you know, we have to be cognizant of what we're putting inside of our bodies and, and it's going to, you know, input output. And right. and that's why I love the way the way that you like I guess said Earl, already, just the, the way that you talk about the enemy, because, you know, also like talking about the thoughts in our heads, you say you will never change. You do not deserve to be happy. So mm-hmm. you have that loud voice saying that in, in in the album as well and i'm just like bro how many times we, like we all yeah yeah like how many times <laughs> you, been like, has somebody you know if you're listening right now like how many times have you woken up in the middle of the night or you've gone to do something to be better you're like you know what today i'm going to do this differently and then you know there's that voice inside of you that's like bro you don't deserve to be happy like you look at the crappy person that you are look at what you've done look what you've you, done yeah yeah like you don't deserve to be happy yep. and and that's like why, like, because someone like yourself, like a lot of people, I was talking to, about this like um, yesterday with Donnie O'Malley, 
And he had brought in, um, from Veteran TV, and he had brought that up. He was like, bro, he was like, there's so many people. He's like, the reason why the suicide rate is so high is that people look at their past and they can't forgive themselves for what they've done and they don't look towards their future so much. And he yep. was like, if you're living in the past, it's very easy for you to commit suicide because you're not, you don't have anything to look forward to. You don't have anything to look towards. And, and that really hit me going into today and listening to this album because I was like, that's exactly what the enemy wants from us is the enemy wants for us to, to, you know, to falter. The enemy wants for us to fall on our knees and just be like, you know what? I like, not surrender to god and jesus like not like surrender to him and be like you're you know you got me right and and that's a lot what you're talking about in the album man that quote um you just reminded me of a quote when you said that about living in the past um something I actually heard while i was in rehab um living in the past generates depression living in the future generates anxiety living in the present generates peace mm. Uh, but that was something I heard when I was actually in rehab, getting sober, and I was like, "Man, that's so true." Yeah, because you know, you you can't be okay where you're at if you're so worried about where you're going or where you were. Yeah, you know, you you get lost and caught up in the past or what you think the future is going to be, and likely are um, destroying your future before you get to it. But yeah, man, that's, that's so true. Another thing that you said, and this really got me thinking, was um, what's holding you back? A thought, a sickness, an addiction, a belief. Mm. And and it's so true because we a lot of times we have these endeavors or these things that we want to do for ourselves or these things that we or even if it's just, you know, being a disciple of men and, and preaching the gospel. Mm -hmm. We feel like we're inadequate and we shouldn't be doing that because of who we are or and who we've been. So like you're saying here in the song, you say, what's holding you back? A thought, a sickness, an addiction, a belief. So you like so it's a good question. It's like, OK, hey, what's holding me back? And and where were you going with that? Like, what was your thoughts there? Um, Because the enemy will tell you uh, like to cure you're you're a terrible speaker. Why should you be telling people how to live? Why should you be giving people advice? Um, you know, we we learn to, um, I guess we have a certain expectation of things based on what we've seen before, um, like our beliefs. Those things can tell us like, I'm I'm not good enough. I I'm not as good as that person was, so I shouldn't do this. Um, when in fact, we all need to be speaking in, wherever we're at in life, um, to help those around us. But yeah, I mean, I think, um, knowing that the enemy is constantly watching you that, you know, there, it's hard to say that you're ever really safe from the temptation, from the, the wickedness and the evil that's going to continue to pull you down because I've been sober for eight years and I still struggle, um, with where I'm at with, you know, believing that I'm good enough to be a music artist that, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm making a difference in anyone's life. And so yeah. that stuff, even, even this past week, I've struggled with that stuff. So finding and connecting with God is, is so huge because that's something that, you know, you can focus on instead of mm -hmm. not focusing on him and letting all this terrible stuff constantly come into your life. 
Um, so that, that stuff also just helps me to stay, you know, in the word and yeah. ensure that my faith is strong. Yeah. And, and continue to kneel on him and, and need him and remind mm-hmm. yourself daily that I need him and I need to have a relationship with him. And, you know, and then that's where, you know, he is with me comes in and yeah. bro, woo, yo, this, yeah. this, the, I will tell you, man, like, I, is it an angel? That's he's an HQ, right? And then we have the Marine Rapper, and then we have Topher. Like, this whole album yeah. has so many, like, I'm glad, like, the Marine Rapper's in it, uh, no MC. Then you guys have, um, then you have Shadow of Death with Topher in the beginning. Topher, yeah. Then you have, um, he, he is, is with, with me. me. And, like, bro, like, it, that's why it's, like, this album is so, like, there's so much. It's, like, a wave of emotion because in yeah. one song, like, you're down, and then the next song, you're up. You got to lift him up. Yeah. And then he's, like, oh, I I'm tried like, to do oh. that, you know, because I was, like, man, we can't have too much. Yeah. And, and I'm glad down, you did. So be- to- yeah, yeah, definitely. But, um, but he is with me, man. It's so, like. The, the way that like it's just beautiful because like one of the parts in the very beginning of it you say i forget about the debts they've been washed away already lost them to lost to the man on the cross so like you're talking about how like you get so busy with life that you forget that the debts have already been paid you're already blessed yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we forget. What, yeah. What was what was it with that? Like, what was the um? Like, how did the song come about, and what was the intent behind? Um, he is with me because that that song, man. Oh man, just letting people know, you know, that no matter what you're going through, no matter where you're at, no matter what you've done, I've done some horrible things, and man, God saved my life. Yeah, and. You know, it's it's just a reminder for everyone that is going through something that he is with you and he is with you always. And he always has been. Um, he he has your best interests. He loves you. Um, and that's just, you know, something I need to run myself, too, because, again, writing just writing this album and remembering all the things that I've done was just like, man, what a wreck. What a wreck yeah. I was. And he still still forgave me. He still forgives me today. And yeah, so that, I mean, right after that song too, you know, I went into even darker stuff. So it just like, that was a very necessary um, point in the album for that song. And it was track seven. So it just felt like the right spot for it. (laughs) Yeah. I love, I love how TMR says, even when I'm without, he is with me. I'm like, Oh, oh, uh." (laughs) so good. Like and then in the album you you also talk and I also like like I said like it's very um you know the thing that's crazy about when we talk about like the enemy is a lot of people always like we blame as people we blame everything on other people on other things and in the album you talk about how I was running from a curse it was me and I said that earlier but like yeah that really hit me. Because it was like, bro, like we are, we can be our own stumbling blocks. Like we can really, like we can get in our own way, in our own head and not even like the devil putting it in our head. It's just like, we can eagerly go out seeking sin and like purposely just go out and do it. And it's like, and you know, not to, and you know, like you think about it, you're like, oh, I shouldn't do this, but then you know what? I'm going to do it anyways. And, you know, and then for you to bring that up and just kind of and just kind of bring that line up, 
you know, saying I was running from a curse, but it was me. Like, what was your thoughts there? Like, how did you like, why did you want to bring that into it? Um, just the fact that um, tr trying to take responsibility, um, because a lot of the time, it's like you said, you know, we blame other people. We blame our situation. We blame our addiction. Um, and we don't say like, okay, I'm the reason I have this addiction. Mm -hmm. I'm the one making these actions again and again. I have the thought like, I, I shouldn't do this, but I act on it anyway. So really a part of that was just taking responsibility and saying like, ultimately, um, I can surrender this to God or I can live with it and let it destroy me. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> re realizing that you were the problem the whole time, yeah. um, it's hard. It's hard to do, but yeah, man, it helped me in a big way to say like, man, I was, I was the one sinning. No mm -hmm. one made me do that stuff. Well, and that's like what he talks about, right? He tells us to die to ourselves. You know, and take up our cross yeah. and follow him, yeah. and and that's the deny yourself. Yeah. That and that's the hardest thing, right? Is that like, oh, but I like to do this, right? But I like <laughs> to do this, but I, but I like to do this, but I like yeah. to do this, when, and it's like, you, but it's not about what you like to do, dog. <laughs> when you don't have anything else to live for, mm -hmm. when you don't have God in in mm -hmm. your life and in the picture, then you'll just do all that stuff and make it even worse. Mm -hmm. um, but It'll get you there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if if that's you know if that's the way you need to find him, mm -hmm. then then he'll find you in your dark place. Yeah, and it's also crazy, just like when you think about it, like when you look at yourself and you see the growth that you've made, right? Like today, I was um I don't really watch stand up comedy, but I saw everybody talking about the new Chris Rock skit, so I was like, you know what, I'll watch it for a minute, and mm -hmm. then I got like twenty minutes into it, and they. There's this whole entire thing about abortion and and everyone in the room is laughing about killing babies. Like he legitimately says, like, I've killed the hundreds of babies. He's like, bro, I got a I got a punch card. And and I'm yes. like, bro, like you're on stage and talking about murdering and killing babies. And 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 I'm sitting here and I'm watching it. And I was like, yeah, bro, I'm I'm gonna turn this off. Like yeah. immediately I was like, bro, like. That's I'm, like purposely planted in our entertainment now, like all yeah, the, and like and bro, you know. and like, but the worst part about it was to was to literally hear women in the background clapping and and they're like yeah, and I'm just mm. like bro, and it's just like the way that, and then he tries to like make it you know about his daughters, and he's like, but they should have the right to kill babies, and then he goes on to say. That you should, and I know, I and I get it, and like you know, people are like, oh, well, it's a joke. He's joking, but this dude legitimately goes on to say that you should be able to kill a child up to age four if they're misbehaving. And I'm like, bro, like that's not Man. a joke. Like that's no. not funny. Like no. like that. Like the and the fact that this dude makes millions of dollars and, mm. and is standing on a stage in front of all these people talking about killing children. I'm yeah. like, bro. But the reason why I bring that up is because that's the enemy. And yeah. and now oh, yeah. and now you're in this position where you're making these jokes and all these things and then you're in a room and like this is this is what's being joked about and you're still sitting there. 
and and that's why like when i was watching it, i was like bro like i really shouldn't be watching this i was like i'm, I'm gonna just turn this off and you know but but that's the thing too is that even with like when, when like you talk about like bro then you go into darkness too then you go into so what was darkness too like what because that song is woo like that was just dark um yeah I just kind of wanted to get some things off my chest, man. I, I had been living with a lot of things that I had never told anybody. Um, and I just wanted to get them off my chest. I think it's just one of those things you need to do in life. Writing something down, just speaking it um, is just therapeutic. And that's something that I was holding on to that I didn't want to live with anymore. So, um, yeah, I talked about, you know, those dark things. Um, sleeping around with the wrong people, people that were someone else's. And, you know, that stuff I lived with since I was um, in the Air Force mm-hmm. when I was like early 20s. I mean, I'm that's over a decade ago yeah. um, that I was just holding on to and had to get it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dark darkness, uh, man. I only named it two because I already had a song named Darkness like yeah. years ago. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was yeah. then, bro, shiny. So here's so shiny is oof, I love that song. Shiny. Yeah, oh yeah. So, the, so my the favorite, temptation for yeah. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say my favorite songs on the album are No MC, Watching You, Shiny, and Sorry Mom at Home. Oh man, yeah. But watching you, bro, watching you is oh my gosh, man. Yeah, that song is crazy. That's probably one of my it's still one of my favorite songs I've ever done. Yeah. Um but yeah, that Sorry Mom, um more personal stuff. Yeah, that song like Being I was listening to it yesterday like whew. Yeah, So man, what I've made been... you yeah, like what made you write that one? Like and, and how did you come up with it? Like Sorry Mom, Sorry Dad. So there have been um, a lot of like personal family um, issues that I've been having over the past few years, um, just with me trying to understand like the alcoholism side and trying to figure out <laughs> if anyone else kind of struggled like I did. I wanted to find a connection, and it just turns out, you know, that I was kind of alone in all that, and I just felt like a letdown. I felt like I was angry about it too. Um, so a lot of sorry, mom, sorry, dad was, you know, me saying, sorry, I'm different. Sorry that, you know, I I let you guys down and I hadn't been the son that you had hoped for. I'm sorry that I was, you know, a son that didn't honor his mother and father, like God tells us to do. Um, and so, that was just one of those, um, another tough thing I was going through, um, finding ways to apologize for, you know, what I put them through. And, um, yeah, there, there are, you know, a lot of, I think in every family, there are, you know, things that have happened that we all don't have the answers to. We don't understand, Mm -hmm. you know, how things panned out the way that they did, but, at the end of the day, it goes back to God, right? God um, can redeem us all. God can heal those relationships. And I'm grateful for that yeah. because, you know, it's never too late to heal those things. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry, mom. I was just was not feeling good. 
And that was just another, I think everyone has something in their family, you know, that they're yeah. fighting with. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. And that's why I love the song because it was just like, you know, it was like, wow, man, like our, our families, they had, and, and even, even when like, say you say you're not somebody who's troubled with alcohol addiction or whatever it is, like mm-hmm. your families, most families, at least they still have an idea for your life. Like you grow up and they're like, oh, my son's going to do this and my daughter's going to do this. Yeah. So anybody can relate to the song because you really are like, wow, like, you know what? And any time in your life, you may have felt that way. You may have felt like a disappointment to your family or whatever it yeah. is. And 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 just looking at your the, the album and that song and just being able to relate to that, you know, because like I ha- I used to have a very strong relationship with my mother and I don't as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. And that listening to the song made me realize like. You know, you used to have this phenomenal relationship with your mother. You don't now. And, you know, we don't know how much time is left. Like, we really need to get back to having a better relationship. And it made me just think about it because, you know, on both ends of the spectrum, you know, just being sorry and and realizing, like, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, like, we got to forget, you know, and forgive and forget. And bygones be bygones, right? You bring that up in the album, too. Um, So what, what is your... What would you say is your favorite al- a song on the album or a favorite verse that you have in the album? Um, probably Home. Home was one of those ones, man, that was just like the hardest, probably the hardest song I've ever written. Yeah, um, I can imagine. Because I, I couldn't. Imagine. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I would write a few lines and then I would just end up in tears and I would just walk away. But yeah, oh, that wow. song... I'm usually very quick, you know, I, I write a song in a day or whatever, but that one took me a couple of weeks, you know, trying to write something every day and God was working. He was working in me and reminded me of all I have to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, even talking about it now, I still get a little emotional, but <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and I think, and, and rightfully so, right? Like it's, like I, I I can't I so for me and we've had this discussion before, like me, I in my personal opinion, like I've never been a full blown alcoholic. Like to the point where like I woke up and I binge drank and and I went and drank five or six bottles and I and like so like so so when some when you talk about your addiction and you talk about your alcoholism and then you talk about you know, you talk about being, you know, an alcoholic and, and, and addicted for 13 years and now you talk about being sober like i can see it in your face having a discussion with me right now like and i can't i cannot fathom how it must feel mm. being where you're at now and and i think that like so my question for you like right right now because we're kind of in this discussion and the, with the song home if you haven't listened to it already and you're listening to this right now like you need to go listen to that song um but what would you say like for yourself eight years ago you know you were just saying earlier like you would never think like you you had one year sober and you never thought you'd be at eight years sober what would you say to you like what, what advice would you give somebody who feels like they they just don't see their lives being sober man life gets so much better um i remember the reason i wrote that song is because i remember there was a long period of time when I was literally praying to God, like, I'm done. Please take me home. Um, yeah. And man, eight years later, 
he just, um, it's almost like he gave me a new life. It's almost like the old, <laughs> the old Andrew, he, he might've taken them home. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he was done with them. And so was I. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, he said, I'm going to let you live a good life. I'm going to let you see, you know, what it's like to be loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and here well, I, I am. <laughs> and I think, and I think that's the beautiful part about it, right? Is that people don't understand or people don't want to realize that part of it is that like when you're so deep in your sin and you talk about that in the album too, you, you talk about your the diving into the depths of my sin, you 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 dive so deep into the depths of the sins and then you believe that you're no longer loved by people right oh and, yeah and, and you were talking we were just talking about sorry mom sorry sorry dad i can only imagine that throughout all of this your mom and dad were probably praying for you and they were probably praying that you'd come back to god and that god would you know like take you and remind you and and that's the thing i think is the craziest part is that we forget that part of our lives is that there's yeah. people that are praying for us and and God hears their prayers, right? And while you're praying, take me home and you're you're praying about that in your mind, you're talking about like end this life. Like you're yeah. talking about like and but like you just said, right? Figuratively, that's he had a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like figuratively, that's what he did because you died at this point now, you've died to yourself. And now you're living for him and you see that in your music. And even especially in this album, like this album kind of like sparks the trajectory of where you really start talking a lot more about your faith and more about your spiritual work. And you really start going deep into, into that. And you, because that's the thing too, right? If we, this album wouldn't be the same if you just addressed the sin. Like if you just addressed the enemy and that was it, you talked right. about it. <laughs> right. you, oh yeah, there's this guy who's a bad guy, but then you didn't talk about the redeeming savior and you didn't talk about the guy who wiped the sins away. Like that's the beauty part of it, right? You told the bad part of the story, but now you've told yeah. the good part of the story, and that's what we're getting to. Is that like okay? Yeah, I was this horrible person and I was dead to sin and I was doing all these horrible things in my life, but now I'm not doing those things because God's forgiven me. And, yeah. and that's why it's like, you know, seeing your face and being able to witness, you know, you, you know, have tears in your eyes, but they're, they're, they're sad tears, but they're also joyous tears, right? Because of where you've come now in, in this land. But yeah, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane to even think back and remember that I used to do that. Mm-hmm. It was, it's so sad, but I'm just so grateful, you know, that. I haven't had that thought or that prayer even come close to entering my brain. So I'm just, I'm just grateful and I'm living proof that, you know, you can be very, very lost and still come back and you can live a great life. And God wants you to have that great life. And I do too. I want y'all to have that life. Amen. So we're at 35 minutes, but we definitely, I want to hop into a little bit of enemy too. So, oh yeah. What was in your thought process? Like, why did you decide to do Enemy Two as well? Like, because this is the only one where you double it up. Because man, the enemy just don't stop. <laughs> and so, I talk a lot about it, like self-destructive things yes. that I think a lot of us um, 
do, our behaviors, the way that we think we're right, the way that, you know, um, I talk about road rage. I talk about all kinds of bad habits that people have. So um, I just kind of wanted to expand on um, other other ways that we kind of let the enemy win. Yeah, and this let him mess yeah, with this, us. Yeah, it's a, this one's a lot more high tempo. Um, yeah. Like, and, and I love how I love how you and I want to know like where did you come up with this idea? that end of me is enemy. Like, how did that happen? Cause it's so, <laughs> like, I remember, I remember the first time I heard the song and I was like, yo, wait a minute. I'm like, this dude said end of me, but it sounds like welcome to the like, end of me. I'm like, bro, yeah. because the, the enemy can be the end of me. Mm. He really can be in both ways. Like he can end you and you can be gone. But the fight with the enemy where you prevail is the end of your old self. And so I thought it was a really cool play on words. Like you said, end yeah. of me and enemy is yeah. really close. So, Bro. yeah, that was just like, welcome to the end. Like, this is going to be, you know, yeah. wrap up the enemy um, duo album. Um, and yeah, so that was kind of how we started that off. Yeah, because this album, like, I love I Got Time. I Got Time is one of my favorite songs, bro. Like, I, like, I'm yeah, bumped, catchy. Like, yeah. Trevor, man, Trevor's a whole nother breed of artist. Yeah. And then how you, he, and he's crazy, how you start off with the newsreel and the tank. And, and the then tank. I brought that day that I heard that, I was like, hold on a minute. So I went and looked it up on the internet and I'm like, wait, this is like a real, it's I'm real, like, yeah. Real newsreel. I got that clip for real from the internet. Yeah. <laughs> But it's but you you know what though but again life is crazy in California yeah yeah and I, I but, lived in California for a time and that's actually oh really the, the last state I lived that I was an alcoholic so it kind of tied in nicely <laughs> oh okay but it but it's like you said man you know like with this album and and how you're talking about riot and you know like we we do these things that again they become just norms. Right. And, and, um, you know, like the guy we were at church like last week and the, the pastor, we were in the men's group and he was talking about how he gets roid rage really badly. And he's like, yeah, I was, you know, screaming at this woman in front of this person in front of me that cut me off. So then finally I went over and I cut her off. And then I looked in the mirror, I looked in the car and it was just like this 90 year old lady who was just like, you know, and he's just like, oh, immediately I felt horrible. I've, and I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> We've all done it. I've done it. Yeah. But, it's you just know, like, I, yeah. I was just going to say the the biggest takeaway, I think, from having these like self-destructive tendencies is that we are supposed to live differently than the rest of the world. But sometimes we get caught up and we are bad at setting the example. Yep. Um, we let our emotions, we let what's happening right now in this second kind of like take over the good that's in us. Mm -hmm. And so, Yeah. And then we can become a distraction to other people in their walk, yeah. or we can yep. be the, or we can be the deterrent of them ever walking with God. For sure, they see us and they're like, like "Oh, that's a like, Christian." Like, yeah, like, wait, what? Yeah, like, it's, hold up. I think we, especially in in today's like society, <laughs> we all have to be right. Like, no one yeah. is gonna say like I was wrong. Um, they will, you know, die with that even if they knew they were wrong. And I think that's just something that we're going to have to learn to work through and get over because I know I'm wrong a lot. And yeah, yeah. 
you know, there's still like that um, tendency for me to be like, nah, I'm right. You know, yeah. it's still in the back of my mind, like you want to be right, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, and yep. so that's just a lot of what enemy two is, you know, is just like um, examples of how the enemy takes over. Even when we're doing better, he mm-hmm. still finds his way in and distracts us from what we should be doing, the way we should be spreading the word and um, being the example. Yeah. Yeah. And it's even, you know, even like recently, man, like I've been a lot more vocal. Um, like, like I said, I've been in the, um, doing this men's Bible study yeah, every week. That's awesome. And, um, and now I, it's causing me to be a lot more vocal with my um, discipleship because, you know, one of the things that I've had in my head forever is that like when I would go to share, you know, the gospel with somebody or invite them to church immediately, like I was a recruiter for the Marine Corps. So I can talk to any person about anything. Right. And, and, but then as soon, so if it's, and this happened to me the other day, this, um, I was talking to this dude, this chick, this, this female came out, um, was going into the gym and she had a Marine Corps lanyard on. And I easily went up to her, started talking to her. I was like, Oh, Hey, like, are you joining? Da, da, da. And, um, had this whole blown out conversation with her about going to join the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm getting into my car, I see this guy walk by and I'm like, yo, I should invite him to Bible study on Thursday. It's down the street, five minutes. And I, and immediately I had this thought in my head. Now nah, you shouldn't leave it alone. It's not your business. And then I said, and I got my car and then I immediately started thinking about it. And I was like, bro, you will stop anybody to tell them about the Marine Corps. Right. But you won't stop anybody to tell them about Jesus and what he's done for you. And I'm like, hold on a minute. So I ended up going, I ended up walking into the gym and I invited like four people to to church. And, but it just made me realize that it was just like the the enemy is in my head and and he'll easily distract me or he'll easily be like, ah, nah, you don't got to talk to him. Or, hey, there's no reason for you to talk to him. Or, oh, well, what if they say no or whatever? So then immediately I have this overwhelming feeling uh, of like, you know what? Yeah, I really shouldn't say anything. It's not my place to say anything. And then I'm just like, I reminded myself. I was like, bro, like that's the enemy talking. Go invite them to church. Go see if they, you know, if they can come. If they can't, they can't, you know. And so, yeah. But that time, you know, that time that you don't (laughs) is that person that needs it. And you're like, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he'll he'll convince you. Yeah. He's he's constantly trying to bring you down and tell you not to do stuff you should do. Um but yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're we're not gonna allow that anymore. Not anymore. We no. we, we let him have his way for a long a long uh, a big chunk of our life. Yeah. And uh we're not going backwards. Amen. So. Amen. So next we have fancy. Fancy. Um, Woof. So I'm gonna be real, bro. The day that you dropped that song, I remember I was on my way to the movies and I saw on my phone that you dropped it and I played it and I literally didn't I've never missed the coming attractions to movies. And I was literally in the car with the whole family hey, that, and I was that like, makes me feel not, good. I was like, we are not getting out of the song and out of the car until this album is over and bro, at least I, it was a quick one yeah yeah but it's bro fancy is such an amazing it's such a like it's just such an uplifting album yeah. and a song that you have a song on there that you dedicated to your wife um i forget the yep. name of it but it's such an awesome song now i gotta pull it up i i forget myself too because yeah. i have so many albums 
we did uh wait on you that was yes yes but yeah that that whole album um just more upbeat just good vibes um you know after enemy we kind of needed to yeah, you needed to ease up <laughs> we needed some lighthearted stuff yes so that's what we did yes sir um all right well hey listen man um i, I do got to bring this up only because i'm really mad i can't believe i guessed like 90 k words and i did oh, not yeah. get known <laughs> like bro i even involved That's... my father i called my dad who's like that a wordsmith <laughs> but bro i said everything but that like i was so close <laughs> yeah, so did. many times i was like bro and then I finally it... you finally you were just like bro no more you're done you're done <laughs> you're out of guesses yeah neil when people were saying neil i was like someone's gonna get it uh because it was like in the right realm yeah yeah and it started with kn we were getting close so I was like, they're in the KNs. Yeah, yeah. But but hey, man, I'm no excited for it. that. Um, I, I'm excited to talk about Fancy next week. I'm excited to listen to it Same. the rest of this week. <coughs> and um, uh, also, hey, if you're watching this, I know that you also made a new Instagram page. So guys, make sure you guys go follow Decure the Rapper on Instagram. He separated the two, um, which I definitely understand it makes sense to me yeah it's it's not what i wanted to do but man it's been hard to promote music on a page where people are like where's my jokes so yeah yeah i'm just gonna ease it along and not fight it so gotcha we'll, we'll see how it goes um if everyone runs away and leaves and <laughs> you know people are are we know we know who will not run away and leave <laughs> the real ones will stay <laughs> he is with me always that's right all right brother hey thanks Thank again you, man. man i hope you have a good rest of the night and i'll talk to you soon sounds good have a good night man